Your pace is so much slower than mine. Hi, Jody. Hello, Matt. Uh, it's good to hear your voice again. It's been, uh, God, it seems like, uh, seems like half a dozen days or more. Yeah, but I understand you've been hearing my voice, uh, more mm. recently than that, haven't you? Mm. That, that, that is accurate. I took my first, I took my first run at editing the podcast. It's true. And that was yesterday. So, yeah, it actually doesn't seem like that long. But we're back. Here we are. Yes. Yes. Um, spoke with a listener just moments ago. He's, he's pleased to see our, our episode online. He said that, uh, and I knew this, by the way, um, that if I hadn't had had last week's episode up before this week's Thursday accidental meeting, I would have caught uh, rations of grief. So... I, f- I figured that. Um, so I, I was I was glad when I heard you were uh, you had gotten around to some editing because uh, I uh, this week I did not have much time for editing. So it was mm-hmm. nice uh, nice to get that email from you saying, "Hey, I'm almost done editing." I was like, "Yes," because I'm not close to done editing. This is fantastic. Yeah, it was a tough week for me, so I didn't get to it until uh, flipping Wednesday. All those projects I mentioned in last week's episode. Um, they went well, though. Uh, my big qualitative research study thing um, got that wrapped up. Wrote an excellent results and discussion section that I'm I'm quite proud of. Um, did the poster presentation and uh, you know the conference style deal and and just got to finalize the final report. I'm still waiting on my uh, group group member to. Um, Hopefully do a, a rewrite on the methods section because I don't think it's quite good enough. But then the other thing was my core comprehensive exam and um, I passed that. So, good. Wait, that was your, that's your separate exam from the paper thing? Yeah, separate. That's the one you take uh, when you're done or nearly done with your master's degree that says that's supposed to test you on everything you've learned in the whole program. It's like the the final for the program, not just for a course. I was dealing with that last week. I, I thought I made that clear. Excellent. Uh, you didn't. You got. You were wailing on uh, on the on the big project paper. So yeah. I didn't quite understand how important the, uh, that exam was. So that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I'm uh, very pleased. Very pleased. Uh, what about you? Good week. It's been a pretty good week. Um, I spent most of this afternoon yelling at Microsoft Word, so I'm not too happy about that, but otherwise it's been a pretty decent week. Do you find that effective? No, not especially. But sometimes, you know, uh, you're left with cursing at the computer. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think I've, I've heard it said that um, the only language every programmer is fluent in would be profanity. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Sometimes creative swearing is called for with a difficult problem. Especially when you get that document from somebody else and they've somehow managed to paste a table into a table inside of another table. <laughs> and you, you know, I know exactly what you mean. You just I, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. You just can't figure out why you, these cells are editing at the same time and you can't delete from one without deleting from the other and and you can't put you can't line up anything in any one because the margins for every cell are different oh it's the worst yeah well i you know if it were up to me it would all be it would all be plain text and markdown but mm-hmm. uh 
you know, uh, I don't. One of these days, you'll explain to me what Markdown is. One of these days, that yeah. that that could be a whole episode. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure our our, our listeners ready. Um, right. So um, yeah, I was, you know, I I did speak to the listener tonight. He was annoyed that he hadn't had the benefit of listening to last week's episode before giving notes to me this week, which is understandable. Um, his So his one note that he wrote on uh, the card I gave him, uh, which he wrote really big so as to fill the card, was... All right, wait, 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 stop. You're, not only are you forcing, forcing people to listen to this, you're also f- forcing them to write on your cards? I'm forcing is a strong... That, it's not that... It's not that strong, but I bring cards and I have a pen. You know, I, I carry a pen and cards at all times, as you know. Well, that's good. And and I, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I don't even have to prompt him anymore. I just thrust a card and the pen at him and he starts writing on it. This week he wrote in giant letters as to cover the card, uh, regular schedule of posting. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Do I, do, I do feel bad about that, but hey, you know, we are... We are who we are, and hmm. editing takes some time. It does. I think we. I think we've. Um, I think we should make maybe shoot for like a Tuesday, Wednesday post from the previous week. Give ourselves that window, so we don't have to feel guilty about. Uh, I like that. That's good. Yeah. So maybe maybe you know Monday, Tuesday would be ideal. Sure. I think Wednesday's too late. What do you think? Monday, Tuesday. Uh, let's say Tuesday. Good. To give us a little space. Done. For now, um, you know, it, we have room to improve the the whole the whole workflow deal. Mm-hmm. We can only get better. Um, <laughs> I hope. I don't know. I, I was going to say we can only get less busy, but who knows? Mm. Who knows if that's actually going to happen? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not predictable. I I don't know that I. Uh, I guess I want to be less busy. Do you want to be less busy, Jody? I absolutely want to be less busy. You feel like you're too busy? I feel like I spend a lot of time at my workplace and that I don't get to spend enough time at home mm-hmm. because, I, well, I used to work at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, right, th- that works pretty well for me, I got to say. Um, and then uh, that went away and I was forced to seek other opportunities and I got a proper office, um, you know, corporate stooge type job. Mm. Which has been pretty good, and sometimes it's it's really nice to be able to go to a place and do your thing there, and leave it there, and come home and do your home thing. Um, and sometimes it's kind of amazing that I get paid for showing up at that other place at all. But uh, more often, as uh, time, I was going to say as time creeps by, but more like time streaks by. Um, I just feel like I, I spend the majority of my life in the in the in the workplace and and not at the home place. So, you know, yeah. now I've got ants in my kitchen, and I feel like I don't even have time to clean up the crumbs that they're that I'm feeding them. And you know, what kind and then of the, they're very tiny. Like, I, what do we call those in for? We call those uh, sugar ants. We would call them sugar ants, but these are not sugar ants. I've never seen these ants. These are mystery the- ants. But they're like sub sugar ant sized. They look like baby spiders, mm. but they're not. That's worrying. It, it it is. It's a little disconcerting, especially could when they be, could there be ticks? No, certainly not. Um, ticks <laughs> showing some amazing community behavior. Yeah, uh, it, it, which would also be amazing community behavior for baby spiders as well. Um, mm. But you know, ticks just go dormant when they're when they're not being bothered. Uh, and these things are very cooperative and very exploratory. They've been all all over the kitchen. So I can't really tell 
uh, you know, where they're going to be next or what they're what they're eating. Cooperative with you or with each other? Just each other, unfortunately. Oh. You know, they're not. So you haven't like sat down and and, and tried to have a have a. Uh... A business meeting with the with the ants. No, I, and... sadly they're not they're not taking my calls. Um, they mm. they won't complete my action items. They won't even feed Jody, the cat. Jody, they're in your kitchen. I know. I think you uh, need to get more serious about how you negotiate with them. I've been trying. I, um, I think that might need that might require. Uh, I don't want to suggest genocide, but it might require a rolled up newspaper and perhaps eventually some kind of chemicals. And I have resorted to chemicals. I've resorted to chemicals this evening. And the problem is every time I, you know, have a meeting with one of them, <laughs> I can never tell if it's the same, if they'll send the same representative out again, you know? <laughs> well, that is a, that is a problem. I, I, are you, I, I, do you, there's probably not much danger that they're listening to this, but you wouldn't want them to think that you just said they all look the same to you, would you, Jody? That seems racist. Yeah, that's a little ping pong. Uh, but they they do all look the same to me. They're very small. Uh, and on the dark countertop, it's really mm. even hard to see them at all mm. until they're all over your power bar and you know, and they're all up in uh, up in your face. How long do you leave unwrapped power bars around? I mean, honestly, though, isn't pretty much step one unwrap a power bar? Step two eat power bar. Step three, throw a wrapper away. Isn't that pretty much that? That's all the workflow. But 90, those things, 90... they you know, they expand in your stomach, and sometimes mm, you're true. distracted with other stuff, or you've got uh... sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you only need half. That's yeah, true. yeah, exactly. Um, you don't fold it over and rubber band it. I've never tried to use a rubber band on a on a power bar. That's a fantastic okay, so idea. It is. And here's the thing: as an educator, I have access to unlimited free office supplies. Uh, I don't want to imply that I am and removing them from my place of work and taking them <laughs> to my home. Unlimited tax seller say, office supplies. Let's just say, I, you know, honestly, and I ask any teacher this, how many dry erase board markers do they have in their home? It's not because we're stealing them. It's because they end up in our pockets. You know, you, 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 I carry them in my pockets throughout the day. And then sometimes they don't all make it back onto the chalk rail, which is still called that for some reason. Uh, at the end of the day, so some of them make it home, and then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh god damn it, and I throw them into a, you know, a thing for for markers. So I have, I don't want to say, hundreds, hundreds <laughs> would be an exaggeration, but in my nine years in this occupation, it's, uh, it's, it's dozens. I have dozens of of whiteboard markers. Here. Uh, that's fair. I don't doubt that at all. And rubber bands, they come home in my pockets. They come home on my wrists sometimes. No, oh, I'm sure the cat likes that oh yeah because i well she doesn't she doesn't i fire him right at her face but then she kills them right oh yeah and then i have to take him away because i'm afraid i'm like pathologically afraid she'll choke on them and die it's probably not really something that happens but i don't know i don't want her to eat them huh she always acts like she's gonna eat them yeah hair ties i don't worry about i shoot those hair ties at her all you know she's not gonna eat that i don't know why that seems different in my brain because really she could probably swallow either that's a strange cutoff there. It would, it would seem like the hair tie would be more roughage uh, and that would get stuck hmm. more than yeah. the, than the, than the pasta-like rubber band. Because it's, fa- it's fabric-wrapped. Sure. But I'm thinking it's big enough that she's not going to get it down anyway. Um, yeah, so anyway, rubber bands. I, I like having rubber bands around 
So when, in the happy coincidence that a rubber band makes it home with me somehow from my, my workplace, uh, it goes in my, my office drawer. So there are, which I can open right now because I'm in my office. There are, there are literally several rubber bands in that drawer. All right, so I'm, I'm going to write that down. Rubber bands. Do you have a card handy? Yeah, rubber bands to get rid of ants. It's going on my card right now. There are probably more complex, complex solutions that um, aren't as good. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Ants in your kitchen, Jody. So you're not spending enough time at home, and thus the ants are moving in to fill the void? Is that what you're saying? I think so. Uh, you know, maybe the dog has invited them in for company. I'm not I'm not sure. I, he's been he's been pretty precocious lately. He likes to, uh, even though he's he's getting on in years, he's still about he as, is. as crazy as he ever was. And so he'll pull, you know, bags and backpacks and purses and stuff off of off of tables and go through them and find the food in there and you know eat mm. it all and tear up things and so he's 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 free range crash dog now huh yeah yeah um don't really have room for the crate anymore yeah well but he, you know he's an old dog he, he shouldn't need it but he he kind of does i i don't know i don't know what to do about that what are you gonna do? Uh, I, th- yeah, I think know. he he and the cat have uh, tag teamed destroying some blinds in the guest bedroom. God, at, they hate blinds so my, much. In my current place, well, they they both want to be in this window. It's like the best view, you know. It's the oh, yeah. It's the it's the good seat, um, and so the cat wants to move the blinds out of the way and sit on the windowsill, and um, Crash just wants to. To tear shit out. Yeah, to to just have the blinds <laughs> gone. He wants them completely gone. He wants to know if the cat's there. He wants to know if a bird's there. Like he doesn't care. He just wants those blinds out. And I'm mm-hmm. sure all of this has compounded into uh, some some pretty messed up mini blinds. Yeah, yeah, mini blinds. Uh, God, they're the worst. Well, not the worst, but mini blinds are no good, Jody. You don't need mini blinds in your life. Not really. I used to have a blinds guy though, um, hmm. uh, so so I had a, I had a source for really good blinds. But you had uh, a blinds guy? Yeah, uh, you probably knew him. He went. I think he went to high school with us. No, he had his own. Are his... you saying that you knew a guy who possibly got the job that wasn't offered to me at Blinds to Go? No, uh, he had the um, Home Depot and or Lowe's. Uh, position locked up. You can't. It can't be and. Uh. Okay. Uh. Exclusive or. Okay. Huh. Because you know my blinds to go story. I do. Uh. Ugh. I think about that from time to time, and it makes me. It, it makes I, me laugh. Do you? Do you want to go into that now? That, that might well, be. Well, just. Just briefly, I, I think I think about it from time to time as well because right now. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm in a, a similar place as I was then, but I am on the cusp of a, or at least I hope I'm on the cusp of a, a, a career change, an upgrade, hopefully. But I, I, I feel like, um, certainly I have more cachet now than I did then. But okay. Well, as you as you were when you were when you were applying to this blinds to go thing, right? Right. So when I was applying to the blinds to go thing, I had just come back from my you know nearly two year overseas. Uh, what have you, uh, the sort of... Debauchery? You know, yeah, basically. Um, and 
I, I, I needed a job and blinds to go. They had me sit for three interviews, three interviews. And they were talking about, you know, me being a manager of a blinds to go like location because they were expanding and how they were uh they were going to send me to blinds to go university don't laugh that's a thing oh i'm laughing where you, where you go i'm still <laughs> it's laughing a, it's a thing in new jersey where you go to blinds to go U and you get to see the blinds being made blinds to go U is actually the factory where they make blinds oh um, i never knew it was in new jersey i can't believe it they were in New Jersey. They were going to send you to New Jersey. Well, of course they weren't going to, because I've never seen somebody waste uh, an applicant's time like uh, like that company did. They, wow. It seemed like that whole company was geared to wasting potential employees' time. Wow, it makes it hurt a little bit more, Jody. But that's not what I, that's not what I'm trying to. That's not what I'm going for here, man. I just mean <laughs> they had that, that, that for some reason that was their business model. You know, that's what they were good yeah. at. You just and then, you, you know, just happen to fall into it, and I'm sorry. You know what they're not good at is selling blinds because they closed every one of those damn stores around Tampa, as far as I know. I know. Um, God Almighty, yeah. So that wouldn't have. It's not like that would have been a great long-term prospect anyway. But man, I was insulted when they stopped calling me back. Like I was, I had, I had turned down other interviews. Not many, maybe one, because uh, I thought I had that blinds to go university job. Uh, opening like i was gonna have to be at uh btgu uh in the next couple of weeks well they uh yeah. boy boy they took up a lot of your time i remember i think i think we might have been living together at this point yeah i think that's accurate yeah that was that was a weird thing blinds to go man i for i not ironically would raise my middle finger every time i went past a blinds to go location for I want to say literally half a decade. They were open that long? Yeah. Oh, all right. Some of them. Not all of them. Huh. Not the one I would have managed. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, not the one you had your eye on, you know? Oh, I would have run that into the ground in the first year, no problem. <laughs> all right. So, you, you still transitioning at work? Uh, Yeah, I am. Um, it, it, It's... It's tapering, I think. Would it be um, intrusive to ask uh, just from what to what? Could you broadly describe the, the role you're com- coming from and going into? So it's basically a parallel shift lateral. for me. It's a lateral shift. It's the same role, but on a different project. Um, mm. It's kind of one research topic to another. Um the the new project however has lots more sites around the country and mm-hmm. lots more personnel uh to go along with that uh so the 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 previous thing i worked on had mm, five or six locations where uh we would collect data from and the new place uh has about 300 locations around the country so just that sort of thing has been a has been a big jump for me uh it's also like a different different field of research so there's some different terminology and just different overall goals but i'm hanging in there uh and besides that word doc today oh gosh (laughs) 
Uh, tables. Tables. Oh, tables man. in Word. Why anyone bothers with them, I don't know. I I, I noticed you posted in the uh, uh, in the minutes you've been thinking a lot about running. I hope that's not an awkward segue, but I don't think so. Uh, I've been, I was excited to talk about this. I think a lot about running. I like running, yeah. and it makes me really sad that I haven't been doing it regularly for probably the past two years now, which is even more depressing. Mm-hmm. It's a long time, um, and I, I don't know. I like to, I like to think about um, overall running philosophy. I like to think about whether or not people should run or whether or not human beings are designed to run uh i, I, I hear people I talk good about evidence on this what's that i think there's good evidence on this i didn't, didn't mean to cut you off but i think there's there's been some published work on this recently and by when i say i think i mean uh i looked it up all right well you're ahead of me then what do you got um yeah there's 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 good stuff um i think that there seems to be solid evidence that not only are we built to run, but we're built to run distance. Uh, that it's not inherently risky given our physiology or anything, as is sometimes claimed. Um, you know, we're not we're not built for a sprint because almost every other critter can sprint faster than us. But our our physiology, according to some research, which I can put in the robot for you. Um, All right is uh is uh very well geared for for distance running. Yeah, I've read some of that uh same, well, I don't know if it's the same research, but some some similar things and I find that fascinating. Uh I do remember seeing a documentary a long 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 time ago on whatever discovery or whatever it was. Uh about mm-hmm. uh some, you know, African tribe and and they they had no uh, they he might the dude might have had a bow and arrow. But it was the crappiest bow and arrow you've ever seen, and it wouldn't really shoot ten feet. So it's not a very good. No, bow and arrow, no. but he he ran this animal down until it was dead. He just kept chasing it. It was the most impressive thing I've ever seen. He kept running after it, and it would try. Huh. It would you know try and get back into its uh its flock or whatever, and he would cut it off, and keep it separate and keep it moving. He wouldn't let it rest, and I think it took him most of a day to keep this thing moving and uh then it it just like passed out and he was able to walk right up to it with his crappy little bow and shoot it right in the throat and that and then you know and boom now now there you go i don't know it's this that doesn't really scale so you, very well you know from a from a no, time commitment I, so standpoint point, well there's that and then there's a point that what have you expent uh 2000 calories killing this animal and how many calories do you get out and how many people do you have to feed with it um hmm I love it. What are we calling this? A deer? An I, I think it was an antelope. Um, you know, these Animals these are, are valid concerns that you raise, but it is the cradle of civilization. It wouldn't have been the cradle Word. if this stuff didn't work, right? Word. Um, yeah, and and uh, I I think one of the recent one of the pieces I read said something along those lines, um, saying that our our you know our our ancestors they they did. Not just run down, but yeah, essentially use their stamina to separate faster animals or herd animals from the herd, exactly like you just described. So, um, yeah. 
So what about what about running? What what keeps you from running now? Are you you're not running now uh, at all? Not really. Uh, I have tweaked my foot a little bit, mm-hmm. just enough that it bothers me occasionally. Just one of your feet. Just one foot. A foot. And it's With it's one. sort of my forefoot. And uh, left or right? It's left. Be specific. Left forefoot. Left, forefoot. left outside foot. Inside outside. 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 Oh. So like pink. See my right inside. Pinky toe, is, pinky yeah. toe, ring toe. I'm talking about. Mm, yeah. And even just walking about on my normal day, uh, on any given day, uh, it could bother me. And it feels like mm. there's a giant marble under my foot that I just that I step on that hurts. I don't know. It's like a big knot in there, but I can't really, you know, find the knot to like massage it or anything it's just this weird knot in my foot and sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not and i'm so scared that if i run on it a lot that it's it's only going to get worse can i ask what might seem an obvious question go uh have you run on it i have run on it did it get worse uh i've run on it to where it didn't bother me at all Uh i've run on it to where it bothered me a little bit at the start of the run and then it went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I run on it to where it bothered me the whole time and was bad the next day. And it's been completely mixed results. And yeah. so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with myself. Tough to interpret. Um, well, the reason I ask be- is because I, I, in fact, my wife was making fun of me tonight uh, at dinner. Um, I believe she likened me to a, um, a. Uh, what a, a colloquial term for a uh, for a cat because my I, I complain about my feet sometimes okay um and it's in, in my case is my right outer forefoot and it just feels sore at the end of the day just standing around just walking around doing my job uh, but what i've noticed is that it doesn't stop me from going out and running anyway so today i went and ran anyway and yesterday i ran anyway even though my foot hurt and it doesn't seem any better or worse. So that's why I asked. Um, you know, I just, I kind of have tender feet, but I go out and I run anyway. And you mentioned in your, uh, your your note about the subject that you were afraid you had injured yourself running in the in the in those crazy shoes. So yeah, uh, I got a pair of Vibrams a couple of years ago. Vibram Five Fingers. Yeah, you were, um, you were all into that. I still really like them. Um, mm. Having your feet be able to move to be able to flex while you're running is a wonderful, wonderful thing. I've never had such a good calf workout and, uh, I really do believe that if you have decent running technique, most of what people are worried about is, Oh, the, the shock, the impact, it's, it's too much, you know, it's bad for you. Well, if, if you're running at all efficiently, you're mm-hmm. not jarring yourself. If you're jarring yeah. yourself, you're doing it wrong. You're wasting. Yes. You're wasting energy. A lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. I I think um so there's there's this whole the you know the the whole paleo argument about um first of all all of that is nonsense. The whole paleo movement is silly. It's all nonsense, in my opinion. Uh, which is based on scientific, it's based on scientific evidence, by the way. Um, but everything could 
possibly be based on scientific evidence. Okay, but mine's better. Um, so the <laughs> but the but the running argument, the the thing that you know we should be wearing uh, minimalist shoes uh, because our ancestors didn't have shoes. I I know that all makes sense on the surface, um, but the the way. The, the reason people get into, and you're right, it's about technique. The reason people get into trouble with their, whether it's shin splints or heel spurs or knee problems is because of technique. Um, and people who had to run to survive, I, our ancestors who had to run to survive, was people who were in charge of heading off flipping bubble, buffaloes and antelopes and stuff. They probably learned a fishing technique or they got a different job in the tribe. Well, you know? uh, there's also the, the flip side of that coin is uh, at that point, people only lasted 30 years tops. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe you, you and I would both be uh, expired. Already. Sure. Or, you know, some kind of revered godlike elder of some kind. Mm. You know, I could go for that. Yeah, that sounds pretty sweet. You know, um, although I tell I tell you what, I basically have that status at work and it, it sucks still. Huh. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the running thing. The okay, so there's all this talk that the paleo runists like to say things like, um, you know, the problem is your your big bulky running shoe, that it forces you to run in a certain way that's unnatural, and that's why you're. And I I, I disagree with that. Um, I think the problem is how you strike the ground and how the loads are transferred into your your feet. Uh, I think some people strike in front of themselves, Ooh. like you were just oh, describing. You're saying the S word. The S word. Strike. This is my pet peeve in the running conversation every time. Strike. Right. Why yeah. are you striking anything? Well, Jody, your your feet are going to contact the ground uh, literally several times while you Well, run. sure, but they are settling gently directly underneath you. They don't have to be striking anything. You're not forcing your feet into the ground you know all what right. i mean all right all right you know that's a fa- that's a that's a fair point i think um i think you know i'm using the i'm using the terminology that's common in the in the uh the, the parlance of the sport but um but you know all right yeah. i understand yeah, it's, it's, that's my pet peeve I'm, I'm just being picky there but uh okay so sure so you don't you don't and, and so you're right though you don't want to strike the ground with force what you want to do is is let your foot land and and just support but it does have to support your weight so your weight has to land on that foot right there's no getting around that it has to cancel your gravitational pull uh yeah we cannot we cannot assume a weightless runner that is true no no unfortunately this is not a an ap physics problem the runner is not spherically symmetrical either no and (laughs) and but but all, all of it is about mechanics, and so then there's then there's this thing. Okay, so maybe you're just if you're injuring yourself on your your big bulky shoes, you're 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 running badly. If you take that same technique to uh, minimalist shoes, you will injure yourself way more. So people who say that the problem is your bulky shoes are causing you to to strike in the wrong place. They've got it the wrong way around. The problem is you're striking in the wrong place. Yeah. Well, do that in any shoe, and you're going to have a yeah. problem. Do it in a minimalist shoe, and you're going to have a bigger the problem. Bulky, the bulky shoes allow you to do it more, certainly. There's an argument yeah. there, but listen, let me the, let me make a counter-argument. The minimalist so, shoes I've found, if you do it wrong, you realize it before you hurt yourself. Just mm-hmm. because it's uncomfortable. Okay. Well, all right. I, I guess I hadn't thought about it quite that way. 
Um, so you're saying that the minimalist, minimalist shoes let you feel what's happening to an extent that you learn, you, you will naturally learn great running technique without... You said it right uh, there. It, they let you feel okay. what's going on. So yeah. if you're striking with your heel, you better believe mm-hmm. you're going to stop striking with your heel because that is an un- that's an heel, uncomfortable honestly. way to run. Well, people who wear big, huge Nikes do. Uh, I don't know. Well, listen. Um, okay, so the shoes I wear, I have, um, I have like special boy shoe needs because I mean they don't need Velcro. Your feet, your but... feet are pretty crazy. Yeah. I don't have I don't have fallen arches or any of that nonsense. I but I am a ridiculous overpronator in the again in the parlance of the sport. I'm not gonna I'm not so, gonna argue with that term. That that is a, a correct term. Yeah, and um, I I went to one of those fancy running stores and they filmed me running in what they call neutral shoes on a treadmill and then played it back in slow motion. And when you look in slow motion from behind at, at what my feet were doing in net neutral running shoes uh, and watching the roll in the ankles, it was horrifying. It looked like at any moment one of my feet would oh, just God. either explode or snap. I can't right imagine out. what your feet must look like in slow motion. Well, it was terrible. Um, and so I, I require – so they have categories. They have they have neutral. Uh, they have neutral cushion. So if you like neutral but but softer. They have um, stability, which is if you're a mild overpronator or moderate overpronator. Um, and then they have motion control shoes, which are the special boy shoes that I require. And they have, and they're just, there's a lot. I get, I think the foot pad is kind of slanted relative to the tread so that it, it just, it prevents your heel rolling over. And, you know, and they, they showed me the evidence on the, on a slow motion video and when my feet when my ankle stopped rolling in because of the motion control shoes i i i was definitely a believer in the big wedgie foot uh pad um and then there's the other thing what about the planner so you're not you're not worried about these shoes making you worse and weaker no jody they they let me run that's the thing they let me run I can't run in other shoes. I grew up hating running because I kept injuring myself. It was all shin splints and 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 knees and then and then foot pain, and and now I can run. I run all the time, so they let me run. I'm not getting weaker. Right. Well, I'm I can't. Running. I guess I can't yell at you because you know in this conversation I'm the guy who's somewhat injured and not running, and you're the guy who is running. So I guess I have to STF you. Oh well. Well, here's this other thing. So this other thing I wanted to mention about about running technique. Uh, you probably remembered this, you because I think we were living together at the time. But I read I read some article about chi running. Oh, I thought it was Zen running. It was chi running. It was chi running. Yeah, you gotta get your you gotta get your chi flowing. Okay, so I I was thinking I'm reflecting on this now, and I, I you know I I don't know if I've expressed this to you, but now I am what you would call a uh, hardcore skeptic. I self-identify as a skeptic. That's my thing these days. I'm a skeptic. In the epistemological, critical thinking sense, it's my worldview. I'm a skeptic. That, that's good. And I, I like that. And I, yep. Yeah, I like it a lot. I feel like my life is better, and and every day I collect 
new evidence to the uh, effect that this is the right way forward, that, you know, the skeptical philosophy well, works. It just, and, it just and, teaches you to ask better questions, and that's a wonderful exactly. way, to, way to be. Exactly. Well said. Um, and so I was reflecting today after reading your notes about running on the fact that if I had encountered that Chi running article before I or like, I mean, if I were to encounter it now, um, my my skeptic sense probably would have stopped me from even reading it. Because the whole, you know, the whole G thing is like, okay, yeah, what, do I need acupuncture now to wear these shoes and run the, and like, you know what, screw you. Uh, you know, I don't need, I don't have energy sources in my body and neither well, do you. Well, that's interesting because I recall at the time it helped your running. And then, exactly. Whatever it, it was totally did. about that article that grabbed you helped your running. It totally did. And and the, the article presented it, well, the article actually, as I recall, which was in Runner's World, was uh i could probably i don't even know now, be honest that, be I, honest you picked up the copy of runner's mm -hmm. world because of the chick on the cover right always always are you kidding the women on the cover of runner's world they're so lean and fast looking and they have such great stomachs and they're usually wearing just a sports bra and, and cute little shorts uh yeah yeah just okay. say it so that's out of the way um <sighs> but so i read the thing about um I read the thing about chi running, and there were there. Were, I remember there were proponents of chi running in the article talking about how you know it's about uh, core strength and you know aligning your chakras and stuff. And uh, but the person writing the article was at least slightly skeptical and saying that this just you know this works for people. Uh, what caught my attention was that it works for people with shin splints, and I had been plagued with that. Um, and and I researched more after reading that article, and I thought. I don't know, just the just the term shin splint. It sounds like it always sounded to me like there's something wrong with your maybe bones, maybe ligaments. There's a splint. I don't know what that means. A splint is used if you break your arm. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's something bad, you know? I agree. It's a, uh, it's a like weird you, term. It's a weird term. And when it turns out what it means is sore muscles. Yeah, it just... Like every other sore It just muscle, so happens to be that muscle ones. runs right up inside of your shin boat. Yes, it does. And it's a skinny little muscle whose job is to push the the forefoot down. No. Right? It pulls on on the back of the it pulls against the lever of the foot, uh, you know, behind the heel joint and pushes the forefoot no. down. And it's a You've tiny it little backwards. muscle. Do yeah. It? it pulls the foot up. Sure? I, I, I thought that was that the one that hurt for shin splints, is that it pulls your foot up. Because what tilts your foot down is your calf muscle and your Achilles tendon. Well, why is it that the pushing off causes the shin splints then? Uh, see, I think it doesn't. I think what happens mm -hmm. is people slouching when they run and impacting with their heel, which then when you hit with your heel first, it actually flips your foot down really fast. Which tears mm -hmm. that muscle that tries to resist that. So it hurts the muscle that raises your foot. And then it gets swelled up and torn and swollen and angry. And since it's so close to the inside of your shin bone, that it hurts a lot. Huh. I don't know. Some research might be required to resolve that because that is not my understanding. I thought it was, I thought it was that the pushing off. Well, okay, so here was my experience, just to finish my own anecdote, which is not 
which is the opposite of science. But, um, <laughs> but in my anecdote, the, 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 the chi running story, they said, basically, you know, you're doing it right. If you, you know, you just try to keep your stomach muscles tight, try to keep your posture erect. And, uh, when you pick up your foot, your toe should just drop, make sure you're not pushing off. And that's the one thing I paid attention to. And it was hard at first and I had to pay attention to it. And then it just became the way I ran and uh, my shin splints went away. And I just assumed it was because it wasn't pushing off anymore. And I thought I read something else that sort of was confirmatory to that. But hmm. uh, See, but I, I think it's wrong. the first part that's more important is the posture. If hmm. you're slouching, that means you're more likely to land on your heel than directly under your body. What do you mean by slouching? I mean Jay? leaning forward. If you're if, if if you're slouching and leaning forward, you have to like catch yourself from falling forward. If you're standing straight up and erect, then your legs are free to land directly underneath your body and not resist you falling forward. Because if you're, huh. you know, running, you need to propel yourself forward. So if your feet yeah. do anything but land directly beneath you and push backwards, then you're wasting energy. If they land in front of you at all, you're wasting energy. So if you're slouching forward, they have to land in front of you a bit, and you're only hurting yourself. Hmm. Well, you know what? It's possible that the... Because what I recall from that article is that the Chi runners wanted you to lean a bit forward, and... Um, Chi, chai, whatever. Uh, chi, chai, caramel latte runners. Key. They, it's pronounced uh, key. Oh, shut up. Um, I don't know. For me, it was about it was about dropping that forefoot and stopping the the push off, and that fixed it for me. That fixed the shin splints. Huh. I think it was the push off, man. Here's how I. Here's another reason why I I believe that. Because, uh, you know, when you run up hills, or actually it's worse downhill. Yeah, it is worse downhill. But that, that only supports that only supports my argument. Oh, downhill supports your argument. Uphill, yes, is good for shin splints. Because you have to, it's way harder to strike with your heel when you're going mm. uphill. And when you're going downhill, your heel is going to, going to, going to find the ground first. I was thinking that running uphill... You had to push off more, obviously, and that was when I got shin splints, but maybe maybe I had that wrong, too. Maybe it's the other way around. I don't know, man. Uh, I found a uh, I found a stride that works for me. That's, that is the most important that's thing. That's the main thing. Did you ever get the plenty, uh, the planner fasciitis? I didn't. Um, I, I didn't. I, 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 I didn't have a problem with that. Um, what I've had a problem with is this weird knot in my foot, um, and I've had it... Mm. Uh, pointed out to me um, by a few people that my feet are extraordinarily bony. I don't have hmm. good fat pads on my feet, underneath my forefoot and underneath my heel. And you want to go running around in Exactly, shoes. on pavement. What was I thinking, right? It doesn't seem like... It was really forward. fun for a long time until, you know, one of my one of my feet went, went pop. Um... Well, just get some, just get some cushy shoes, Jody, and but go But then the, those shoes don't let my feet be feet. They don't let my feet. They don't let my feet move. Come on, I don't know what that means. Look, you're, you're, what you need to be doing is moving your body. You need to go run. The hardest part of running is getting out That's the true. door. You just got to go run. I ran today. I had a, ugh. 
Uh, I had a, not a great run today. Well, it's getting but, it's getting uh, hot again, man. I know. Every year you gotta uh, you gotta get used to it all over again. Yeah. And you know, uh, yeah. I'm uh, we we grew up here. I, I I feel like I I deal pretty well with the heat. But man, it's a whole different thing running in in the summer. It's just the you, I gotta wear. I I have to. I do the bandana thing, which I know looks ridiculous, <laughs> but otherwise it's just, it's just, my hair is not short. You've got you a, know. boy, uh, you look like a really, a really fit hobo, I think. Yeah. Um, and it, but my hair, not, not just as my hair on my face, but the sweat just streaming down my face, the, the, the bandana mitigates that to an extent. Um, oh God. Today wasn't even that hot when I went out for a run. It was maybe... It was about 4.45 when I hit the pavement, so it was uh, low 80s. I ran four miles. I feel good about All right. it. All right, you're, you're both shaming me and making me jealous, so I'm going to... Ran four miles yesterday, but... I'm going to make a concerted effort cool. to start running again. That's it. Would you want to go for a run? Yeah, let's go for a run. All right. All right, we should schedule that. We'll schedule that okay. out there. that sounds good. Hey, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're, getting, uh, we're getting on here, getting a little long in the tooth. What do you think? Should we... Uh, Hmm. We can edit some. Should of we wrap stuff. this? Do you, Do you have another topic we must talk about tonight? Um, that we must talk about. Um, let's talk about let's talk about future topics. All right. And then we'll and then we'll wrap okay. it up. I had a, I had an idea. So we've had a coffee episode because we we both care about coffee. We've had a uh, we've talked. I I don't know if this is really the running episode, but we've had a we've talked about running. We both care about that. I I care about running. You care about running, obviously. How do you feel about a car episode? Hmm. Oh, hmm. I, I I would be okay with that. Um, I'm not sure. Actually, uh, that would probably go really well. Uh, I don't know where you are with your car stuff right now. Um, I know I with a you? lot of my car stuff has has changed as I aged, so maybe yours has too. And that might be good. That might be good to talk about. That might be a show. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? Um, do you, I still have this graphene card? <laughs> do you want to do a whole someday, episode? Someday, should that, should that be the thing we never yeah, get to? Yeah, uh, graphene is is, is always you know on the tip of our tongues and the, just just uh, in the future. It's the white whale. Mm, don't go mm. back to sea stories, please. Oh, I'm almost finished that book. It's really harrowing. <sighs> All right. Well, um, hmm. anything else? No, I don't think so. I mean, uh, you uh, you let me blither. Blither, blather about running. That was that was pretty cool. I haven't yeah. I haven't gotten to uh, to voice those thoughts. That was uh, that was good stuff. Thank you. You just you just gotta run. That's that's how you go running. That's how you become a runner. You just go run. Yeah. Well, I like it. What do you do? do you, you you haven't been running. You said, but uh, when I run is when I get to listen to podcasts. So that's my that's my reward. You know that that's part of the reason. That's part of what gets me out the door. I understand that. And I would like to do that because I can. I, I really want podcasts at all times, at, at all times possible. However, <laughs> yeah, you know, high speed podcasts at all times possible is what I want. Oh, it won't slow your running down. It'll speed your running up. Well, anything. no, that's the thing. When I'm running, I want to hear my feet. I want to hear my breathing. I want to hear oh, stuff God, around me. Hippie. I wanna I wanna focus on my running, and that that's that's strangely that's the one time that I don't want uh, a podcast. Oh, are you kidding? It makes the time fly by. How far do you run? 
Well, anyway, we'll, we'll schedule this off air. More running later. We'll get a circle back to the running. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll run back to that. Boo. Um, I do have a quote from one of our, uh, one of the, um, accidental goers. Let's uh, have it. She said, yeah, she said, uh, she said running sucks. And I said, why does it suck? And she said, it's, it's fickle. And I, I just, th- at that point I wrote fickle with a question mark on a card and handed it to her with a pen. And, and this is in her handwriting. It says, uh, could run a marathon today, but you're dying tomorrow after a half mile. I don't know anybody like that. Neither do I. I don't. I don't know what that means. I think that's a huge hyperbole. I have. I have uh, two other quotes that were written. Give me the other quotes. Okay, two other quotes written on cards uh, handed around at accidental. First, um, I want to be picked up by Barbie and Ken. What in the Corvette? It doesn't specify. Hmm. Exactly. And then the final quote is: uh, Lithuanians like to surprise people as a joke. That's a quote from the card. It has a name next to it, but I don't think I don't I even know. It. I don't. I don't even know where to go with that. I. I don't think I know any Lithuanians. That's a little bit ping pong. Um, I don't know any Lithuanians that I know of. Do you know anybody who likes to uh, surprise people as a joke? Who likes to start shit? Not really. No. No. I mean, my my you sure. Think my hard. my spouse hates surprises, so I, mm. I've tried to you know. So there's little chance that she's Lithuanian. That's true. What else? Who else? Um, who likes to surprise people and start stuff? Uh, our listener does, as I recall. Um, huh. Does it, you know... At least a does little. Does he look vaguely... Does he look vaguely Eastern European to you? Huh. He could. Bone structure. <laughs>